students. Happy Wednesday. You're listening to Answers Gospel Questions with me, Brother Lawson, and my trusty cohort, Brother Wing. How are you, Brother Wing? I'm doing good. You know, it's halfway through the week since I was at FSY, and I'm st- I'm starting to feel a lot better. Getting lots oh, good. Of are you catching up? Recovering. On- That's something else at FSY, something else. Uh, students, if you have little brothers or sisters, by the way, you and and they're thinking about going to FSY, make sure you get them to FSY. That's a, it's a great, great program. So yeah, totally fantastic program. Major also, Yeah. And also you guys should probably apply to be counselors at that next summer. If you haven't been an FSY counselor, you would, it's legit. I mean, it's a lot of work, but it's all you can eat food. They pay you free rent. I mean, all that stuff. Speaking of all you can eat food, brother wing, I have a son that, uh, He's, he's a teenager. He's 14. And, and he always like, he loves to eat. Like he just, he's a bottomless pit. He's a bean pole. He's not, you know, he's just, just, he's got a metabolism of a cheetah. And, uh, whenever we drive past the golden corral, now I'm not saying I'm not anti, I am anti golden corral actually, but he's like, Hey, that's all you can eat. Let's go there. You know, the only, one time I took him up on that offer, on that idea. I was like, okay, let's go to Golden Corral. We went to Golden Corral, and it's a mistake. It was a mistake to go and go. The idea of Golden Corral is a fantastic idea. Like, oh, they've got steak, all you can eat desserts, all those things. But then when you go there, you're like, this is, I've made a poor choice, right? When you're, when you're eating, I don't know if we'll get in trouble for talking, if I'll get in trouble for talking trash about Golden Corral, but it's for me, it's never a good idea to to go to go to. You're saying because you eat too much. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, I well, yes. It's so delicious. I eat too much. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I think the I think the children of Israel they're faced with an interesting situation here that I think totally applies to 2022. They're in the midst of making a change. We talked last time about Hezekiah and how he's helping the children of Israel remember their covenants so that they're not scattered like the northern tribes of Israel were scattered. And he's helping them remember their covenants. And in the midst of them making this change, they start hearing a voice questioning their their idea of changing here. This guy is sent by the king of Assyria to go taunt, like unto, you know, just like, you ever seen Monty Python and the Holy Grail where the, the people go and they taunt the the people in the castle are taunting. I mean, this is kind of what's happening. You got the, you got this dude that's high, uh, like a professional heckler or something. Uh, he would put Korahor and Sherem and those guys, Nihor to shame uh, the way that he is questioning the, uh, the children of Israel, the, the followers of King Hezekiah, the ones who are remembering the Lord he starts just taunting them and questioning what they believe. And so I think there's some great lessons. I think we can expose a little bit of some of the taunting voices in uh, that are in 2022 by reading uh, what's happening thousands of years ago in second Kings chapter 18. So uh, what do we learn about Rab Shekha? What's his message and how do the people respond to it? Yeah, so he's, he's the spokesman for the King of Assyria yeah. And it's pretty Chief amazing. Heckler. Yeah. And he, yeah, he is, you know, kind of like Gideon high in third Nephi of the book of Mormon who oh, talks yeah. smack to Laconius 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and and like Gideon High, Rapshika also overclaims on what he's able to do and the and the power of mm-hmm. of the side that he's representing. For example, in, in 2 Kings 18, verse 19, it says, And Rabshakeh said, Speaking now to Hezekiah, thus saith the great king, the king of Assyria, What confidence is this wherein thou trustest? And that is that seems to be a challenge by the adversary to us in so many ways. When we go to church, we go to the temple, we read the scriptures, we choose to keep a commandment that there's going to be this this uh, voice of temptation to, to try to sway us away from that. Where, like, how are you confident in this? You know, that you're right. putting your trust in this, that this is going to somehow work out well for you um, in spite of, of what's, what you're surrounded by. And in this case, the Israelites here in Jerusalem are surrounded by an attacking army of the Assyrians. Yeah. And they are not just there as an attacking army, as intimidating as that would be, but apparently the Assyrians would bring with them objects to show what they had done in other cities to other people and even have those bodies of those people on display. Yeah. So that they could further intimidate, you know, and get people to just give up without a fight. And so it's a super intimidating situation that yeah well and to add on top of yeah to add on top of that like these are people that are just in the beginning stages of changing right and so they're hearing this voice right after they've made the decision to to change and to trust in the lord and and so this could be a a totally effective method by uh by rabshakeh to to intimidate scare and cause these people to to doubt their faith that they have yeah, I mean, when you make a choice to do good, and then here comes some opposition, right. you know, after that, you know, and, and Rapshika, man, he is hitting all the potential buttons to try to really intimidate mm-hmm. and scare and, and deceive. Like, that's his whole thing. I mean, he's really trying to trick them. And so when he's like, don't claim that Jehovah's going to do this, you know, and he even tries to claim that Hezekiah is the one that destroyed um the the altars of jehovah you know right. he's, he's mixing messages here to kind of yeah trick them it's it's almost like he's not denying their that jehovah is real he's saying hey hezekiah's destroyed all the places where jehovah is going to be able to bless you and help you and so you're, yeah, and you're in big trouble you don't hezekiah actually is is not a helpful person for you to have to have right now similarly you would hear a voice in 2022 saying, what are you following president Nelson for? He doesn't really understand who Jesus is. Uh, He doesn't, you know, you might have him say, Oh, or you shouldn't follow the church. They believe in the, the book of Mormon. The book of Mormon is not the Bible. The Bible is the only place that you can go to trust Jesus. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, And further with that, he even claims that Jehovah is the one that sent him to yeah, destroy yeah. <laughs> Jerusalem. Yep. And so almost like saying, look, the, the power, I've got the power. The power is with me, not with mm-hmm. this other thing. They're powerless to protect you. You're fools to put your trust in Hezekiah and, and Jehovah right. in this case. So this has got to be kind of uh, perplexing for Hezekiah, right? Like, okay, so I've got this guy that is 
every day taunting my people and and trying to cause them to doubt their faith and and have us backslide from this progress we've made so hezekiah in uh in chapter um in chapter 19 he addresses this he he's not sure what to do um one of the things one of the effective things he he did have the people he told his people is just don't say anything back to this guy for now. I don't think Hezekiah had a legitimate answer. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to help you guys. Right. Remember Hezekiah is a new convert too. And uh, so he's like, I don't know the answer. I'm not sure what to tell you. So what does Hezekiah do in second Kings 19 brother wing that, uh, that you think would be a effective thing for us to do when we're in a situation where we just don't know how to respond to those voices that seem that are questioning our beliefs. Yeah, and before that, I mean, just to highlight these voices, mm-hmm. when they went out to talk, there's this guy named Eliakim, a, a spokesman for Hezekiah, that mm-hmm. goes out to talk to Rabshakeh, the spokesman for the king of Assyria. And he actually requests that Rabshakeh speak in Syrian, you know, right. uh, rather than the language that the Jews would have understood, because he doesn't want to freak them out. Right. And so, which is an interesting point for us as we talk about this, that, you know, we're trying to make progress in our lives. And then here comes this voice, this scary voice. I mean, they, so they hear it. There's men on the wall, apparently listening to this conversation that happens between Eliakim and Rabshakeh. And they do hold their peace. They were told by Hezekiah not to respond. Right. Um, But nonetheless, like you and I, we're going to get these, these voices, that speak this negative, intimidating, faithless, worldly voice. So then, well, and it could cause anxiety within us if we don't know how to respond to that. Like if we don't, if someone questions our beliefs and we don't have an answer, then we're like, oh, well, you know, all of a sudden, you know, they might, let me see if I can say this the right way. If, if we don't have the answer, we might feel, or the person that is questioning us might feel like, they've got us like somehow that because we don't know an answer that destroys the validity of our testimony. If we don't know everything there is to know about the gospel, some or church history or something like that. Oh, you don't know that you didn't, you didn't realize that. Oh, I wonder what else you don't realize and know. And like somehow that's an illogical leap then to say, well, you, you must not really, your testimony must not be valid. Now, what we're saying is, is, we just don't know that thing yet. And so we want to go to a, a, a kid learning uh, their times tables and say, all right, well, then you know what three times three is, but what is the square root of 36? Oh, you don't know. Oh, well, that's interesting. I wonder if you really know what three times three is either then. Right. right? And so this question, you got to question everything if you don't know this answer. And so I love that the people would just main this. They answered them not. They just were quiet. There's probably a little bit of anxiety, but they just didn't, they didn't give up. What do they do in chapter 19, brother? Wayne? Yeah. Under Hezekiah's leadership, they don't give in to the panic, mm-hmm. you know, that like that could have been initiated by the intimidating talk from Rabshakeh, but instead Hezekiah, this is what's so great about chapter 19. He gets humble, says he covered himself in sackcloth, but he goes to the house of the Lord. So there's a, there's a great thing. He's, he's humble. He goes to the temple. He seeks counsel from the prophet Isaiah and had to be so comforting to hear the words that are spoken in verses six and seven, where 
Isaiah tells him, you know, thus saith the Lord, be not afraid of the words which thou hast heard. Is that not a great message for us when we've heard the voice of fear, you know, or heard the voice of panic or stress or whatever, and we just decide, be not afraid of those words. We, you know, President Packer was one that really talked about this, but don't take counsel from your fears. Right. Uh, but instead, uh, take counsel from the words of prophets and the voice of the Holy Ghost. Um, and so, but also verse, you know, 15 through 19, Hezekiah prays. And so you've got these sources of strength in the middle of a desperate situation with the temple, with the prophet and with prayer. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And that's where then that trust and that confidence can be restored. So uh, I think in the world we live in, there's a million, there's so many voices uh, trying to either discredit your beliefs or, or trying to obtain followers any, the, of their own. You'll hear flattering voices. The, those flattering voices are seeking one thing, and that's, that's followers. And so um, they want you to follow them. I love being able to take your agency into your own hands and say, I'm going to study this out for myself rather than let somebody else uh, give the message to me. I'm going to see what a prophet of God is going to tell me. I'm going to see what the Holy Ghost is going to tell me. And I'm going to pray and see what the Lord is going to tell me about this rather than some dude named Rabshakeh standing outside yelling at me. So I can't, I can't believe I feel so bad for people who give away their covenants because they listen to a podcast or they, uh, they choose to separate themselves from, uh, from the ordinances of the gospel because of a Google search they did one day. And um, it just seems like such a waste anyway. Yeah. That's just and, and I think it's worth connecting what we talked about on Monday with, with today's podcast, because um, you've got, Hezekiah, who decided to be righteous, turn things around in the kingdom, start putting his trust, you know, cleave to the Lord and trust in him. And now he's in this position where the only thing that's going to save him is Jehovah in a miraculous sense, but he's in a position to do it because he's put his trust in Jehovah. It kind of sounds like if you don't have what happened in chapter 18, the first part with Hezekiah, Southern kingdom is about to get destroyed here. The only reason they're spared is because they held to their covenants. Right. And they put their trust in Jehovah. Yeah. And you can read the rest of chapter 19 of second King students and find out what happened to Rabshakeh and all the, all the Assyrians that were taunting them there and find out what happened when they woke up. It was something else. Verse 35. <laughs> yeah. It's a great, it's a great story. All right, students. Thanks for joining us on this episode of gospel answers, gospel questions. We uh, make sure you share this podcast with others. Come to our Institute class on Tuesday nights and uh, we'll talk to you later. Love you guys. Everybody stay righteous.